0: So, did this surprise you as much as it surprised Jeannie that I was standing beside her? (laughs) I snuck up here. So, let me tell you a story. Please be seated. You don't have to stand for me the whole time. You all right? Okay. So, what the heck am I doing up here? (laughs) Um, So, last week, and um, this kind of all evolved out of, I was, I've been thinking for a long time, as, um, this question keeps coming up to me, as a, why do I do what I do at St. Stephen's, and why do I say yes all the time? Okay? Um, I'm going to try to explain that. So last week before the service, um, Ken and I were uh, discussing a few things, and he was talking about this Sunday that he didn't think he was going to be able to be here because of the move yesterday was their move and he just had no uh no idea how he's going to prepare the sermon and do all the stuff he does because everything's going to be in boxes okay which it ended up being in boxes so for whatever reason um we were i was lemming last week and we were getting ready to process out and ken says well you've never done a sermon have you and i said "Yeah, right nope never have so um it's going to be a little different okay um Come on in, Andy. Or Anthony. Um, So, as I I stand here at this moment, I'm asking myself again why did I say I could and and, and I would do this? Um, So, I think I do it because I can. I have the time. Um, So, I thought if I could help Ken in a small way take the sermon preparation off his plate. why couldn't I do that? If I could help him in that way, I could take just a little bit of time to share some, share, share some thoughts with you this morning. Um, it's what, you know. Why do I do these things? Why do I do so much? It's because I should. I've been blessed with gifts that I'm supposed to use. I'm not supposed to keep them to myself. My work has given me the opportunity and the time to give back. I can say yes and give back to this faith family. We all have been given gifts. We've all had those special things that that we have inside us that we can do. And I think we're supposed to share those gifts, no matter how small we think they are. I think that, and, and I feel strongly that it's about taking ownership and being an active member of our faith community. So, if we don't use those gifts, you know, how are we going to support this community? So, I'm not, I'm not standing up here today trying to tell you, you know, how what a great, perfect Christian person I am that's, that's you know, just way up here better than anybody else. But, because there's so many times that I've failed and, and slipped and just not been that perfect person. And you can ask Susie about this. <laughs> but Jesus continues to bless and lift me back up. So... I'd like to share a little bit of my faith journey with you, uh, just with a few instances. Um, and was it a coincidence or a God incident that brought me and my family to St. Stephen's? Now, some of you are aware a little bit of, of where I've been and what I've done, but I want I to talk about a couple of event, events that uh, really changed the direction of my life, and uh, maybe it's part of why I'm standing up here today. So prior to 1993, church was not on my radar. It was something that other people did. My life was totally consumed with work. And the harder I worked and the longer I worked, the harder I played. So I had a great family, a great wife, and I still do. But looking back, I had no basis or grounding of who I was in my life and where I was going. I would go to work, come home, go to work, come home, and that was it. Then something that only happened to other people happened to us. Our our three-year-old grandson, he and his mother, Annabelle, were living with us. He became ill one evening, and eight hours later, he was dead. He died of meningococcemia, which is a strain of meningitis. So you can only imagine the devastation that we were struggling with, and it hit us. So we knew a few members in this congregation and in this community, but we never attended church because that's not what we did. When we were struggling as a family and this community didn't know who we were or what we were about, they reached out emotionally and they gave us that support, that physical support that we needed. So Susie began to attend some services a little bit once in a while. And I didn't. But then eventually, I started to attend an occasional service, and uh, it was only when it fit my schedule, because, you know, I was busy, I had to work. So eventually that happened. I started coming a little bit. So the second event was in 1996, shortly after we hired Jan Meikle, and there was this group of people, they were all talking about heading out for this weekend, and it was over at the beach, and I said, man, I'm in, this sounds awesome. I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, I even talked Susie into going. I mean, she says that I talked her into going, but I think she was going anyway. But anyway, so that that weekend was crucial, And there were 11 of us from St. Stephen's that experienced that time together. And I know that each one of us came away with something different, something that that weekend touched them. But what I found that weekend was unconditional love. So there was a, a point in that, that weekend that um, Brian Nordwick was our, our spiritual advisor, Canon Canon Brian. And I, I had this feeling. It wasn't I was sick or anything, but I had just a lot of, you know, a few questions, but I had this knot in my chest. And it wasn't a pain. It wasn't like I was having a heart attack or anything. Um, but I, I told Brian I had this tightness in my chest, and he just looked at me and smiled. He was just smiling at me, and I went, you know, what's this all about? And he said, it's God tugging at your heart. I'll never, never forget those words. So I went back to work the next week, and um, it may have had something to do with it. I was three feet off the ground and um, just kind of floating as I was singing songs and walking. Um, my boss told me that I looked different. So he and I had worked together for several years, and we were kind of on that same page of work, 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 work. Anyway, so I told him that I was going to need Sundays off from now on as much as I could. And he said, Okay. <laughs> I went really. (laughs) It was that easy. I figured I was going to have to fight a little bit, but but he agreed. So, as a general rule, that's what I've done just about every weekend since 1996. Was it a a coincidence or a God instant? So, experiencing how God's grace and blessings have helped me guide guide my life to be better and to help it pass love pass love on to others—it's truly amazing. The community has been the rock that has given me the support that I have grown in, as I've grown in my faith journey. Why would I not say yes to giving back? In this crazy, dangerous, and hectic world, what we, uh, the, the world we live in today, it is so powerful to have a solid rock to give us the support and the strength needed to face the challenges we come up against in our daily lives. Everyone has an extremely full life, a full schedule with work and family and trying to balance everything. I think sometimes it becomes easier to take church off our plates and uh, it doesn't become a priority. Maybe experiencing that solid rock supporting us can make today's struggles easier to cope with. St. Stephen's is in a very solid position right now. It's a very solid rock at this time. But everyone is going to have to work together to keep it that way. The past 14 years have been a fantastic journey that has brought us to where we are today, together as a faith family. St. Stephen's has become the model of how a faith family grows together. Now, as we begin this new journey together, we must all share in our gifts of time, talent, and treasure, no matter how large or small. There will be many tasks that will be required for us to step up and make sure that they are handled the way they've been handled for the last 14 years. We're in this together because we are St. Stephen's. So as we embark on this new journey together, I would ask, if you feel your plate is full, maybe you can find a bigger plate. I look forward to joining you as we travel this journey together. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to close with a prayer, and I got to tell you the story about this. Uh, you recognize this book? It's mm-hmm. <laughs> becoming. So last night I said I, you know, I got to, I got to have a prayer of some kind, right? So, so Susie and I were talking, and let's pull out the gorilla, gorillas of grace, and um, she pulled it out, flipped up the, flipped open the book, and it fell to this page. We didn't even have to look. Okay, so I would like to read this prayer to you. Um, The title is, I Tremble on the Edge of a Maybe. O God of Beginnings, as your spirit moved over the face of the deep, on the first day of creation, move with us now. In our time of beginnings, when the air is rainwashed, the bloom is on the bush, and the world seems fresh and full of possibilities, and we feel ready and full we tremble on the edge of a maybe, a first time, a new thing, a tentative start, and the wonder of it lays, it lays it on our fingertips. In silence, Lord, we share now our eagerness and our uneasiness about this something different. We would be or do, and we listen to your leading to help us separate the light from the darkness, in the change we seek to shape and which is shaping us. Amen.